If you're ready to get out of your own way to follow the seven-figure science of success, then welcome to Sell Without Selling. Tune in with renowned international speaker Stacey O'Byrne as she shows you how mastering relationships, achieving the proper mindset, and attaining the necessary motivation will catapult you away from failure and onto your journey to greatness. And now, here is your host, Stacey O'Byrne. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Sell Without Selling. I'm your host, Stacey O'Byrne, and I believe that learning the art and the science of how to sell without selling is the only way to achieve high six and seven figure success. I'm really excited to get into today's episode. And really quick, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, or sales professional, and you haven't hit the level of success that you've wanted or needed, or if you're stuck and needing a pivot in your business and your success, or maybe you just want more and you understand the importance of having a coach to help identify the blind spots, increase accountability, and help with success strategies to take you, your business, your income, and your success to the next level. If this sounds like something for you, then head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. There's a quick application there that will lead to a personal phone call with me to see if we're a great fit for each other. All right, let's do this. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you've heard a previous episode, which I titled Psychology of Success. And since I've released that episode, I've been asked a lot of times, what does it take to really be a successful salesperson? What does it take to have high closing ratios? So I decided to create this episode, The Psychology of Sales. This is truly a deep dive into the science of sales. So let's get into what is sales psychology. Sales psychology is truly a psyche. It is a presence. It is really understanding your product, service, and solution. It is truly showing up as the resident expert in what it is you do and truly understanding who your future prospective client is, their needs, their wants, their desires, their pain points. Let's go deeper into the psyche of sales psychology. It's really understanding that no matter who you are, no matter where you are, and no matter what you do, you are always selling. It doesn't matter if you're a business owner, doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur, an independent salesperson, an employee, doesn't matter if you're a manager, a leader, a middle manager, it doesn't matter if you are a parent, a spouse, a friend, a family member, a grandparent, you are always showing up in a sales capacity, because reality is we are always selling ourselves. So let's really start with removing an unserving belief system that I'm not good at sales. I can't sell because you are selling yourself every day. Let's go to the far extreme. The grandmother whose grandchildren are now adolescents, 
They're no longer toddlers. They're no longer climbing up on your lap for hugs. This grandmother who is seeing her teenage grandchildren, who really would rather be with their friends, be out at the mall, hanging out on social media, or gaming, now their grandmother is competing for time. She's got to sell that hug she wants to give. She has to sell that kiss she wants to give. She wants to, needs to, has to, gets to sell herself so that these grandchildren want to spend time with her. Is that an, ext- is that an extreme? Maybe. And it also is a perspective that shows you no matter who we are, no matter what we're doing, we're always selling. So let's dive deep into the psychology of sales. Dive deep into the anatomy. So first and foremost, it takes mindset. You hear me say this a lot. Because reality is our unconscious mind runs 90% of our life. And if that itty bitty shitty committee in our head is always deploying negative self-talk, If it is always holding us back, telling us that we're not good at something, we can't do something, well, then we're always going to get in our way. And if we're always in our way, we're never going to have our way. So what are you doing on a continual basis to work on that mindset? Now, I hear some people answer that question with mantras. You know, that's great. Mantras are somewhat serving. And reality is, it's like jamming a square peg into a round hole. Mantras take a really long time to enter into your belief system, which we'll get to in a minute. Because what happens is when you say, I'm great, and if your unconscious mind, or if you have any doubt on being great, you're going to say, I'm great. And then internally, it's going to say bullshit. And then you're going to say, I'm great. And then internally, it's going to say bullshit. And then you're going to go back and forth with this ping pong. So there's going to be incongruency in that mantra, which inhibits it from landing. So does meditation work with your mindset? Absolutely, it does really focus on that meditation time, that private time. Breathing. Breathing is huge for mindset. And a lot of you are saying, uh, no shit, because that's what keeps us awake and alive. And reality is yes. And I'm not talking about your traditional breathing for survival. I'm talking about true breath work where you are intentionally breathing in. It's almost a form of meditation and you are spending 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes solely on focusing on your breath, whether it's low, slow, and deep, or if it is quick and fast and shallow. There is no right or wrong in actually doing both combinations within your breath work really helps and holding a quiet space while you're doing it. Doing a gratitude journal is huge for mindset. 
doing a journal is huge for mindset. Every morning I like to wake up with a gratitude list. I like to write my gratitude list and every evening I like to write my gratitude list. And I went into detail in a previous podcast about how I specifically do my morning gratitudes and my evening gratitudes. You know, the other work is for mindset is really doing the work. So many people focus on the outer, you know, the sexy sales stuff. And reality is we have to do the inner work for the outer to work. And we can't do this alone. We can't do this by ourselves because there's a rule of thumb. If we're part of the problem, we'll never be part of the solution. If you needed brain surgery, would you be your own brain surgeon? You know, the legal system says the person who self-represents has an idiot for an attorney. It's no different than if you attempt to self-coach yourself. If you attempt to self-coach yourself, you're only capable of seeing through the perspective of the problem that you created. And the brain that created the problem is not the same brain that's going to solve the problem. So mindset is really important when it comes to sales psychology, when it comes to the psychology of sales. Next is your belief system. What do you believe you can do? What do you believe you can't do? What do you believe you're good at? What do you believe you're not good at? What's your belief system about your product, your services, your solutions? What's your belief system about your prospective client? Do you wholeheartedly hold a space of belief that you know without a shadow of a doubt that you can help them, serve them, be part of their solution? Do you believe in their ability to utilize your product, service, and solution successfully? Do you look at them as the true human they deserve to be observed as? So what is your belief system wrapped around you, wrapped around your prospective clients, wrapped around your relationship, your capabilities, and your competences? What is your commitment level? This is a next step that's extremely important in sales psychology, because can we agree that our future prospective clients have a lot of solutions, direct competitive solutions and indirect competitive solutions? They have a lot of choices out there. What is your commitment to you, to your goals, to your product, service, and solution, to your desired outcome? What is your commitment to your future prospective client, to your existing clients? What are your goals? What are your desired outcomes? Which then leads us to your consistency. You know, a lot of salespeople who do sales for a living, and it doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur, direct salesperson, an independent sales contractor, a sales professional, a business owner, it doesn't matter which capacity you fall into. Consistency is an Achilles heel for a lot of people in achieving success. And the reason why is because they go out, they do their due, and they do it aggressively. It's typically because it's fueled by negative away from motivation. It has this charge that doesn't serve them. And that's that need for money, that need for business, that need to pay their bills, that survival need. And needs are a really bad way to charge something that should be positively fueled. 
what happens is this person who is committed to getting business goes full force into getting it. And then everything they did to get it, when they do get it, they pull back on everything they did. And then they fulfill the business. And then they find themselves without business again. And then they go full force into creating that momentum again. You must be consistent in all your activities and actions that have generated your sales. It keeps business growth growing. It keeps the funnel, your pipeline flowing. If you go start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, you're always going to be fueled with this desperation, which then will trigger any negative imprint that creates your mindset into spiraling. Let's talk about how you posture. And I'm not talking about your physiological posture. I'm talking about your psychological posture. Do you hold space for you being the resident expert? Do you consider yourself the best of the best? Are you posturing yourself in the eyes of others? So that when people think of the needs, wants, and desires out there for product services and solutions, you're at front of mind because people see you, know you, like you, trust you, and know without a shadow of a doubt that you can take care of them and will take care of them because you truly are the best of the best. How do you posture yourself? Do you show up together? Do you stand in your brand? Are you congruent and authentic with yourself and your product, service, and solution? Do you show up in a space of service or or do you just ooze desperation? How are you postured? Do you continually compare yourself to your competition? Are you always focused and wondering what they're doing, how they're doing it? Why are they better than you? I mean, reality is I hear people all the time continually compare themselves to their competition on social media. Look, reality is you can be as famous as you want to be in social media. Nobody really knows what their reality is, nor should it matter. The only person I compare myself to is the person I was yesterday and the person that I want to be tomorrow. That is the only comparison I do because that's the only thing that's healthy for me. Who are you comparing yourself with? How are you comparing yourself? You know, I think one of the other important factors in the psychology of sales is our blind spots. How are you exposing your blind spots? We obviously can't be aware of them or they wouldn't be blind spots. You know, you've heard me say in a multitude of episodes that I have a multitude of coaches so that my blind spots get exposed on a continual basis. I'm in masterminds. I'm in mindset groups. I have private coaching. I have group coaching. I have inserted myself into environments to where I get called at being the best version of myself on a continual basis. I get called out all the time. Is it comfortable? No, it's not comfortable. And yet, success and growth never exist in the comfort. 
The more I expose my blind spots, the better version of me I become. I learned a long time ago to identify my strengths and my weaknesses. You know, in business, we call it SWAT, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. I really like to do a personal and a professional SWAT on myself. I really get to focus on my strengths. Why? Because I can lean into my strengths more. The more you lean into your strengths, the more effective and efficient and better you can be and serve. I like to really identify those areas of improvement. In SWAT, it's considered weakness. I like to look at it as areas of improvement. When I look at those weaknesses, I look at growth potential, growth opportunity. And then that's what I invest in. That's what I focus on so I can become even better. And in order for me to do that on a continual basis, I get to learn how to respect myself by exercising boundaries. What type of boundaries do you have? in your personal life, in your professional life, in your schedule. Because remember, if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. So if you aren't scheduling your success, if you aren't scheduling your prospecting, your marketing, your calling, your follow-ups, if you're not scheduling any of that, well, then it's never going to happen. And if you do schedule it, do you let other things interfere with it? And this is where exercising boundaries is so important. When it comes to exercising boundaries and negotiations, do you compromise your worth? Do you compromise your value? Do you do anything you can to get a sale? What if you postured, this is my price, this is my worth, this is my value, this is my solution, and it becomes non-negotiable? Will it then be non-negotiable for other people? Will they honor it and respect it? And by the way, the answer is yes. Exercise those boundaries. Be clear on what it is you're willing to accept and what it is you're not. Always, always, always invest in yourself. If you don't have a coach, get one. If you're not in a mastermind, get in one. If you're not in group coaching, get in one. If you haven't started creating a personal and professional budget for 2023, for next year, then start doing it. It should be 10, 20, or 30% of your gross sales. It's between 10 and 30%. I invest 30% into myself on an annual basis. A lot of my clients invest about 20, 25%. If you're just starting out, invest 10, 15%, 20%. Look, invest what you can, invest something. It's not about reading books. It's not about listening to podcasts. It's not about watching YouTube channels. Yes, they're all great. And if you can't invest in you, how can anybody else invest in you? You have to remember that. We are asking people to trust us, buy us, invest in us. And if you won't, they can't. It's really important to surround yourself with success. Birds of a feather flock together. Remember, we've talked in the past that we are the sum average of the five people that we spend or invest the most time with. 
Who is your millionaire team? Who are you surrounded by? If you want to successfully sell, then you must be surrounded by successful people. And let me share with you one of the last things that's important for me when it comes to sales psychology and the psychology of sales. There is a huge difference between having followers and having fans. Followers do exactly that. Social media has done a great job at allowing individuals to show up in any capacity they want to be, whether it's truth or not. And that has created a trail of followers. Followers don't necessarily engage. Fans, on the other hand, I would much rather have 100 fans than 100,000 followers. What are you doing to create fans? What are you doing to add so much value that people will be a fan, be your cheerleader, and share your presence? And let me leave you with something that slapped me in the face a long time ago. There is a huge difference in a human being and being human. How are you showing up in that process? Whether it's mastering your mindset, communication, or success, we have more ways to keep you on your journey to greatness. Be sure to visit us at pivotpointadvantage.com for exclusive online training programs, success-specific courses, and more ways to connect to Stacy directly to help you achieve the financial success you've always desired, dreamed, and deserved. That's all available on pivotpointadvantage.com.